Hi, I'm your host, Rowan Tonkin, and welcome to Being Planful, the show for FP&A leaders and planning experts. Welcome, everyone. I'm your host, Rowan Tonkin, and welcome back to Being Planful. As you know, we've been recapping some of our great sessions from the Planful Virtual Tour, and today is no different. I'm really pleased to be introducing you to Kevin Zell, Strategic Finance Manager at Carter, along with Brian Martell, Product Marketing Director here at Planful. Really looking forward to this session. Without further ado, over to you, gentlemen. Thank you, Rowan and Annette, and thank you all for joining our fireside chat today. I'm sorry we couldn't bring you live fire, but we are going to bring you a great conversation instead, so we hope you all enjoy. I'm excited to welcome our guest, Kevin Zell from Carta. Carta is a high-growth technology company out of San Francisco. They help companies manage their equity plans and cap tables, and Kevin leads their strategic finance team. So Carta's in a state of very high growth. There's a lot of exciting stuff going on at the company. And so we're really excited to hear about that growth from, from Kevin and to hear about how the Planful platform has helped support and facilitate that growth of him and his strategic finance team. So with that, I'd love to kick it over to Kevin to say hello and tell us a little bit about Carta, a little bit about yourself and a little bit about your journey. Thanks, Brian. Super happy to be here. Uh, appreciate the quick intro. I can give a little more color. Uh, I joined Carta about two and a half years ago to lead our strategic finance team and we were about 300 employees at the time. Uh, we're up to almost a thousand today, so I've been through quite a bit of growth over the last two and a half years, and uh, happy to kind of talk through how Planful's helped uh, us manage that growth, as well as kind of transition out of uh, traditional FP&A and spreadsheets and into a more uh, kind of dynamic planning and uh, connected universe of, across both finance and kind of other groups within our company. Prior to Carta, I did investment banking for a few years um, and have been uh, really excited to kind of work with such a high growth company and uh, excited to talk with you all today. Awesome. Well, hey, I'd love, I'd love for you to start and just by telling us a little bit about, a little bit more about Carta, a little bit about the state of the union, if you will, when you first got there and in sort of this, this high growth environment that, that you entered when you joined the team um, and sort of what life was like and what was the impetus really for the change you were looking for when you started evaluating um, FP&A software tools like, like Planful. Sure. Uh, so when I joined, it was uh, a very lean team. Uh, I, I reported directly to our CFO, and we were kind of just starting to build out what your traditional FP&A function might look like, doing our first kind of annual planning cycle, putting together a lot of our board reporting and kind of standard monthly and quarterly metrics reporting, those types of things. And it was all being built in spreadsheets, um, using a, a variety of different kind of uh, disaggregated data sets and uh, a number of kind of different tools that didn't always work well together. Uh, so we kind of stayed in that state over the next year and a half and continued to iterate on those processes and make them better, but they remained in spreadsheets. And as their team started to grow uh, in the middle of 2019, uh, we added a couple of analysts on our team and it became uh, very apparent that it was just not feasible to continue to do this in spreadsheets. Uh, so we began looking for a tool and kind of looked at all the players in the space that you might think of. Uh, Planful really stood out to us for a couple of reasons. The biggest is just that it, it's so Excel-like. Excel uh, we all have an investment banking background on our team and grew up in spreadsheets. So getting out of them was a bit of a, would be a bit of a shock to us. So Planful allowed us to kind of merge both an online cloud type platform with 
a lot of the native Excel functionality that we were really used to. So that was a, a huge plus for us. Additionally, reporting uh, became very important. Um, we, we are growing so fast that getting metrics and data in front of our execs uh, as quickly as possible is really the core job of, of my team. And having a tool where it, it was a really intuitive reporting system and allowing people to kind of come in and drag and drop and build their own reports really allowed us to get uh, to value quickly. And so those are the two main factors that kind of helped Planful win in our buying decision. Um, and it, as well as just, we were really impressed with kind of the overall customer support and sales process um, compared to some of the competitors. That's great. It's great to hear. So, so let me, let me ask you this because I know, you know, you guys have had a lot going on over there. You've expanded business lines and product lines and I know your team plays a really instrumental role as sort of strategic advisor to those teams. Tell us a little bit about what that dynamic is like between your team. Um, I, I believe you called it the trifecta. So maybe you can share with us what it, what is the trifecta and what that relationship is like with your team and how you thought about that relationship in your evaluation of an FP&A software platform. What was important to you to make sure that you were you know, building a solution that would really support those relationships? Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for that. Uh, it's, uh, it's actually another really good point that I missed during uh, the quick intro on why we picked Planful. Uh, in my two and a half years at Carta, we've reorged twice. So when I joined, we were in a business unit uh, type organization structure uh, that was split by kind of product line that we were servicing. About a year into my time at Carta, we transitioned into more of a traditional um, function-based org uh, where engine product are separate from delivery and sales, et cetera. And about nine months ago, we made the switch back to this more of a BU structure. And these kind of constant business evolutions was a huge plus for Planful as well. We can now make these kind of changes on a much quicker basis and uh, kind of interact with the data in a much more dynamic way. But to your point about the trifectas, the way we build our, our business model in uh, kind of business units is we believe that every, every business that we're going into needs a kind of business lead, an engineering lead, and a product lead. Uh, they essentially control the full P&L for that business. Uh, and so it's really my team's job to serve as a CFO for each of those mini business units and help them evaluate business decisions and kind of make trade-offs. So Planful really allowed us to do this by kind of getting them in the weeds. And we actually rolled out budgets uh, for the first time uh, yesterday, and we've really received great feedback on kind of what it's like to interact with Planful. They can now go into a tool and see things and ask questions in real time versus asking one of us to kind of pull a spreadsheet together for them, maybe interacting Google Sheets for a little while. Uh, it's just a much simpler, kind of cleaner way to interact. And our execs are really uh, feeling more empowered that they, they can kind of in real time go in and see how their business unit's performing and then get on a call with us and help, have us help them think through scenarios and what it might look like if uh, they invest a dollar here versus a dollar there, et cetera. Um, so it's been, it's been really helpful in this business uh, unit model and really helps my team uh, spend less time putting together reports and more time actually doing the fun part of our job, which is being advisors and helping uh, the execs of each of our businesses kind of think through how they want to run their business. Oh, that's fantastic. Um, I, I, first of all, congratulations on the go live. And I'd, I'd love to come back to that in just a second. But before we go there, um, I think one of the really exciting things about your particular success story is that you guys were able to get up and running on the Planful platform in, in just six weeks. And this has been a big theme of the virtual tour the last few days. Um, in, in this particular business environment, in this landscape, 
you know, we have so many customers and prospects kind of coming to us and saying, you know, I need solutions to these use cases, to these business challenges now. I need to get up and running quickly, which is, you know, was, was really the catalyst behind our Planful Now initiative. So I'd love for you to share uh, maybe with those, those folks out in the audience who are just beginning their evaluation of these kind of tools. What was your approach to be able to get live in, so, in, in six weeks so quickly? Yeah, absolutely. And that's also another big factor that played into our decision making throughout the kind of RFP process, looking at the different providers, uh, meeting with both their internal and kind of third party consultant teams that helped with implementation. It became clear that Planful would kind of get us time to value as fast as possible. Um, some of the other platforms have quite a steep learning curve. And so we were really, uh, really happy to learn that Planful was, was pretty easy and a lot of drag and drop type functionality. But what we ultimately ended up doing is working with uh, our partner Keen Vision uh, to kind of lay out a map, a roadmap on how we can slowly roll out uh, things on kind of a, a weekly basis that allow us to get time to value without trying to tackle all of it at once. Um, so we started with reporting. It was kind of the low-hanging fruit. As soon as we got uh, our ERP NetSuite connected uh, and kind of reconciling, which took it only about a week, um, we were able to start building reports and kind of taking a lot of the, the standard P&L and balance sheet, those types of reports that we had in Excel and have them real time in, in uh, Planful. And so that alone cut about 10 hours out of our, our monthly close process, just simply not having to download data out of NetSuite, manipulate it, put it back into another format. Um, so within the first few weeks of our implementation, we were already seeing value, which was really nice. And it was definitely encouraging because instead of waiting longer and longer for uh, the kind of big aha go live moment. We had these kind of each week something new that we we could announce as kind of being live. And so we spent we started with the reporting and then we moved into actually recreating our, our big model in uh, Planful. So we kind of took a tab by tab approach essentially and started with the low hanging fruit, um, really simple templates and just continued to build up over time. And Team Vision kind of did a a teach versus build uh, type environment with us where they would show us pieces of it, then uh, we would go and try to replicate it in another part of the model. And so we, like I said, we released budgets two days ago, uh, but we're we're close to having kind of our full operating model living in Planful, which which is a huge it's, uh, kind of accomplishment. And we're super excited to be able to start using it in there in real time. Yeah, no, that's absolutely fantastic. And again, congratulations on your success. Um, and I think a really, a really great point you made, well, you made a lot of them, but one of the really good ones you made in there was that, you know, you celebrated the quick wins along the way. Um, and I think, you know, we see that from so many of our customers, it's such an important part of, of the vision for how you roll out a tool like this is to not only do what Kevin's suggesting, which is kind of to take it in small pieces, but celebrate those quick wins, not only within your own team, but kind of across your company. Because it really helps the whole company understand the, you know, the impact and the ROI you're, you're getting um, on this transformation. So I don't know, Kevin, uh, you know, would, you, would you agree with that sentiment? Yeah, absolutely. It was kind of nice. We have a weekly kind of stand-up meeting with our, our CFO at the beginning of each week. And it was nice to kind of preview a new feature that we'd, we'd been working on over the last week. It gave him a way to see that we were making progress and uh, kind of allowed to, us to feel like we were accomplishing things uh, kind of one step at a time. And now... It was also a great way to just learn the platform because we kind of started with the lowest complexity and are moving now into much more kind of complex, uh, multi-dimensional type planning things um, that, that took a little longer to learn. 
Yeah, you know, that's that's actually a great segue. I'd love to I'd love to learn a little bit more about, you know, what is next and, and what are some of the, you know, the business processes or the use cases um, your team is going to tackle next. And, and again, what's sort of the vision and the approach there? Yeah, absolutely. So step one was really for us to be able to connect NetSuite uh, actuals with our plan data that lived in Excel prior to this. That step is basically complete, which has been a huge win because it just allows us to kind of track budgets in real time. Um, on a monthly basis show each exec how they're kind of above or below budget where they might need to make changes. But the next step is really to allow a lot more scenario modeling. Uh, historically, we've done this for them, uh, but it's been kind of a series of meetings. They'll, they'll have kind of a kickoff meeting, ask us to evaluate some, some decision they're thinking about making. We'll go back to our desk, do some, do some work. A couple of days later, set, schedule a follow-up meeting, kind of walk them through our analysis. There'll tend to be iterations. It was just kind of a something that could have been done very quickly would end up taking close to a week. And so our next step is really allowing them to have templates that they can play with. Uh, and so on the business side, for example, giving our executives the ability to play with what changing quota might look like in real time and having them see how that flows through the business. Um, it's, it just empowers them a lot more to make decisions and we can pull up uh, a dashboard or one of these reports in a meeting and kind of work on it together. And instead of it being this complex spreadsheet that, that they may not be as familiar with, they can kind of drag and drop or just change a few inputs to really uh, see how, how decisions might impact the whole business. So that's really what we're looking for next. And then from there, I think uh, it'll just be continuing to build out more advanced reporting. Um, there's a lot of underlying data that we have that uh, the finance team looks at on a much more regular basis, but it hasn't been distributed as widely to our, our business partners. And so I think once we get the dynamic planning set up, the next piece is really taking a stab at building dashboards and really getting uh, a suite of kind of metrics reporting that uh, updates in pretty real time. That, uh, variety of stakeholders, whether it's our people team or um, our CEO can log in and see uh, kind of different updates on where the business is. Yeah, yeah, you know, Kevin, I think that's, it's such a great point and it's, it's something, you know, those are conversations or similar conversations so many customers now, which is, you know, expanding the use of, of the platform kind of outside of the office of finance and, and across the business and, and getting those non-finance users involved in the process, which it sounds like you guys certainly have a vision laid out of, of how you're going to go about that at Carta. Um, I, I'm curious, you know, what does that mean to you and to your team, you know, as, as finance professionals, breaking down those barriers and creating those connections and that collaboration what, what does that mean for you guys in, in sort of your professional brand, really, if you will? Yeah, it's been, it's been great so far, and I think it'll continue to improve. Uh, it allows us to do what I think is the fun part of FB&A, the, the analysis part at the end, not the, not the kind of spreadsheet reporting and building these massive data sets. Um, so it, it allows us to be in a much more strategic type setting with, the, with these teams and it honestly is what allows us to transition from a traditional FBNA team to more of a strategic finance team where we can actually be in the room thinking through business decisions with them. And uh, it, they view us as much more of a business partner rather than just uh, somebody who's kind of telling them they're over or under budget or need to change their hiring plan here or there. Um, they, they come to us as advisors and it's, it's been a lot of fun to kind of continue to grow in my career through this. And I, I see the analysts that report to me uh, really starting to enjoy kind of the relationships that allow them to build throughout the organization. And then I guess one thing I didn't add earlier that I should add is uh, just how simple it was to roll this out um, to our execs. We gave them all access and we're planning on scheduling a bunch of training sessions next week. And two of them actually wrote back that 
they, they logged in and it was self-explanatory enough that they didn't need to, to spend uh, the hour with us to learn how to use it. Um, so it's just, it's pretty amazing how fast everybody's able to get up to speed. And um, thankfully a lot of our, our execs have somewhat of a financial background given that we're in a financial services business. Um, but in general, I think that the, the overall ability for them to interact quickly and gain value from this has been really impressive. Yeah, no, that's, that's great to hear. And actually I'd, I'd love to probe on that point. Um, and I'm wondering if you have any best practices for the audience out there, particularly around, you know, C-level executive audience, you know, high standards, high expectations, um, typically, right, with that, with that particular audience. Any best practices you have um, in terms of how to, you know, how to roll out that, that training program, that awareness program, or that, you know, that onboarding effort um, to really get those C-level executives engaged in a more meaningful way? Yeah, I think I would do it very similar to how I said we rolled out Plantful to begin with. Um, so we started with just some very basic reports, um, really high level summary budgets and kind of budget versus actual reporting for them. Um, and so that just got them familiar with kind of what the system looks like. It got them to log in. Um, the, the real way we're, we're forcing this is by uh, just not doing it in spreadsheets anymore. Um, so we're kind of disconnecting the Google Docs that we used to use for these things and really driving them to Plantful anytime they have a question. Um, so it's driving adoption faster than we thought. And then uh, from here, it's really continuing to add complexity over time. I think when we actually get to the scenario modeling type stuff, we'll need to meet with them um, so they can understand where to make changes and how it might impact things. But from just a, a pure reporting standpoint, they, they've already figured out some ways to kind of build their own reports, look at things slightly differently. And frankly, it's actually driven a lot of really good questions. It's allowing us to spend more time kind of reviewing the numbers and less time just preparing them. And so uh, even through this implementation process, it, it created a better relationship between our finance and accounting teams on kind of where things are mapped in our billing system, where things are mapped in our accounting system, um, and really kind of allowed us to, to spend more time making sure uh, everything made sense from a business standpoint, less time preparing it. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm so glad you brought that up because it, it, it triggered another question in my mind, which was, um, you know, a lot of times when we talk about these sort of digital transformation efforts, you hear people say, you know, people, process, and technology is sort of the three legs of the stool, which, which is absolutely true, by the way. Um, did you, so I guess here's my, here's my question is, did you and your team take any time as you kind of embarked on, on this journey um, to re-engineer any of your, your processes kind of before you got started to kind of introduce some new best practices? Uh, I don't know if we did as much before we got started, but it's certainly happening throughout the implementation process. There's been a number of times we get on calls with Keen Vision to talk about building out a tab in our model and something that was super complex in Excel due to needing kind of three dimensionality becomes way more uh, simple and planful. So it, it really allows us to uh, minimize the amount of human error, kind of formula error that could exist by having these, these tabs in a spreadsheet with massive amounts of formulas. Um, something as simple as rent allocation, I think is an example I was using with you earlier. Um, it, it's, uh, it should be a rather relatively simple equation looking at kind of how much a desk costs by location and adding that to, to each employee in that location. But in Excel, it, it's a much bigger kind of three-dimensional uh, piece because we need to look at where people are from a BU and a kind of functional standpoint. And so it, it just was very complex. And that spreadsheet is now like a, a six-row template in Planful. So much simpler uh, from that standpoint. And then in terms of other processes, it, it really sped up our close process. Um, 
with our accounting team. So they would typically close the books kind of day seven, uh, post month end. And it would take my team a few days to really get everything matching up and uh, aligned to what our, our plan looked like so we could do BVAs. And once we get to a budget versus actual kind of analysis, uh, we tend to find things that might be categorized wrong or needed to be changed in our accounting system. And so this just sped that process up a lot faster because now as changes happen in NetSuite, they're reflected in planful in real time. And we can, we can kind of on a weekly or daily basis even look and see if things are being miscategorized or if we need to move anything around. Um, so it's just created a lot more alignment, I would say, um, between the finance and accounting teams and allowed us to spend a ton more time uh, kind of doing more analytical type work than just getting uh, spreadsheets built out. Sure. Sure. And, you, and you know, Kevin, what's interesting about your story, your particular story, is you guys were sort of in the, in the midst of implementation, kind of right in the middle of, of COVID, right? Fair enough. Um, what, what, what kind of thoughts or takeaways or, or just sort of observations do you have in terms of kind of going through this experience in the midst of all of that and sort of any new perspectives on, on how important these tools are kind of in the face of, you know, the world was dynamic enough before COVID, but now it's, it's even crazier. Um, any perspectives on, on Planful and, and how these tools can help? Yeah, absolutely. I, I don't know if we will have seen it as much as some other companies. Carta's already spread out across kind of eight offices and our finance team is all in San Francisco, but we have partners in our accounting team across other offices and our execs are spread out. So we're pretty used to working remote. The one thing that this is certainly helping with is something like version control. Um, having four or three analysts on my team uh, kind of all working in models at the same time has led to a, a number of issues in the past um, where we're catching things last minute that don't quite reconcile. Um, and just creating kind of a lot of headache. And so this allows us to be working on different parts of the model at the same time, which is a huge benefit. Um, I can ask somebody on my team to go tweak, tweak something on a sales build for one of our business units while I'm working on something from a headcount standpoint in another business unit, um, which historically wouldn't have really been possible because it was a shared Excel file. Um, now we can be working at the same time. So I think one, it's sped up our ability to work together. And two, it's kind of created much better version controls and allowing uh, us to, to see things uh, in more real time. And I guess in addition to that, I think the scenarios within Planful just make things a lot better. Um, I, I think our, our current version of our, our 2020 budget is on like V175 or something, so in Excel. And so having this type of history and kind of being able to run different scenarios in Planful is gonna help that uh, uh, tremendously. We always at the end of each quarter have to go back and try to figure out which version ties to which set of board slides um, and so I, I'm really looking forward to kind of our next board meeting where a lot of the reporting will come out of Planful and uh, we'll, we'll avoid a lot of the headache of trying to reconcile across multiple versions of files. Awesome. It's great to hear. So I guess with a few minutes left, Kevin, I'd love, um, you know, if you have any, any thoughts for, again, the audience members out there who, who might just be thinking about beginning this continuous planning journey and evaluating these software tools, um, I know you've, you've, of course, shared a ton of great tips for us here so far um, throughout the session, but any kind of final thoughts you might have for those folks in terms of best practices, how to prioritize, how to think about the value and the impact um, that you've, you've been able to get out of, out of this tool? Uh, yeah, I think a few things come to mind uh, at, at first. Uh, the first is what we talked about a little bit earlier, just trying to get time to, to value as quickly as possible breaking things up into much smaller pieces 
um, kind of rolling out things on a, a more weekly basis. It, it just makes uh, what seems like a, a pretty daunting task a lot more manageable and allows you to start learning the tool. Uh, that, the second point I think is there are great resources on Planful's website around uh, training and Keen Vision also did some training for us. But really, I think what I've advised my team and what helped me the most is just really getting your hands dirty. Um, it, you can set up kind of sandbox type environments where you can't break anything. And so going in there and messing around and kind of just clicking and learning your way through the platform, I found to be the fastest way to learn. And now I feel like I'm, I'm much more comfortable with kind of making changes on my own. And then finally, I think I would just spend extra time up front making sure all your dimensions are kind of laid out properly. Uh, I don't want to get into all the, the de details or weeds here, but uh, setting up kind of the basis for the way uh, the three dimensions of your, your type of hierarchy work up front can save you a ton of time. And it's already proven valuable. Uh, yesterday, our CEO decided to kind of change uh, some of our work structure a little bit again, and we consolidated one of our five business units into one of the other ones. And so with a drag of a, a, a button, essentially, and Planful, I was able to move everything related to that business unit to the new one, uh, something that would have taken hours in, in Excel, um, took me literally three minutes. So it, it's, uh, it's been really awesome. And I think just upfront, taking the time to make sure your data is structured properly um, will pay huge dividends in the future. Fantastic. That's great. That's great. Well, hey, Kevin, thank you so much for sharing your story. Um, I'm so happy to hear you guys are having such success with the platform. Um, you're getting so much value from it. Um, we certainly look to a very long and prosperous partnership um, between Carta and Planful. Um, I want to thank you for your time today. I know I'm sure you're very, very busy these days, like all finance professionals. So thank you for joining and taking the time. Thank you to everybody in the audience as well for taking the time to join us. Um, I hope you all found it valuable. I know I did. Um, so please, everybody, uh, stay safe. Have a great weekend. And um, we'll talk to you all soon. Thanks, Brad. Thanks, Kevin. Back to you guys. Great to hear from Kevin and Brian. And really looking forward to the future transformation that Kevin and team are going to be embarking upon with their continuous planning journey at Carter. Make sure you hit subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast so you don't miss an episode. Thanks for stopping by.